Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Ryan Webb. Ryan is a member of the Delaware County Council in Indiana. He is a Republican. And a couple weeks ago, or I think closer to three weeks ago, so uh, early to mid-April 2023, he came out publicly and is now identifying as a, a, a woman of color. Really enjoyed having Ryan on the show, uh, detailing the struggles of his journey and outlining what, how this is all very important to him and everything that goes along with that. So I appreciate everyone tuning into the Kelly Patrick Show. If you're a fan of even just this episode or any of the episodes, please send my sponsors some referrals. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in in today's episode. Courtesy of the Louisville Combat Academy Roadcaster Line, we are joined from, I believe, the state of Indiana. We have Ryan Webb on the line with us. Ryan, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing wonderful today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you coming on. You, of course, have gotten a lot of, I guess, national attention recently um, for your decision or your announcement to come out as a, uh, a woman of color. Of course, this has gotten a lot of criticisms. People are saying, oh, Ryan's joking around, this and that. But it is significant because you are a member of a city council for a city in Indiana. What can you tell us about this? Well, um, so I am a member, but I'm a member of the Delaware County Council. I'm a county councilman. Okay. Um, we handle all the finances uh, for the county. And it, I guess it is somewhat significant. Um, you know, to me, it's just a pretty simple thing. I had announced on my um, social media, just, you know, family and friends that, hey, this is uh, how I'm choosing to self-identify. Didn't really think another thing about it. Uh, you know, I had a couple comments, but nothing crazy. And then about a week later... Uh, we have a local um, 
uh, transgender person in the community who uh, must have gotten wind of it or whatever, but went on there and shared the, the post um, to a local hate group on Twitter called Indiana Progressives, and uh, it blew up from there. They uh, insisted on making it a national story and tagged all the major news outlets and, and uh, did everything they could to cancel me. Um, and that was in the early beginning, but since then, it's completely changed. We've done a 180, and I'm getting nothing but positive uh, messages of love and support and encouragement. Probably 100 to 1 versus the negative. Wow. So, Ryan, can we back up a little bit? Tell us about yourself. Where did, sure. you, where did you grow up at? Uh, what prompted you to pursue, uh, you know, Delaware City Council is not the biggest political position in the world, but politically what motivates you, those types of things. Who is Ryan Webb? Well, I appreciate you asking that. And, and so I'm married. I have my wife, Brandy. We have six children, uh, ages 10 months old um, to 25, and we just had our first grandchild. And uh, the reason why I got involved with uh, politics was, well, because I'm not a politician. I'm just a regular neighbor next door like uh, you and, and, and your neighbors. And I just got tired of reading in the paper the same names, the same elected officials, about the same 15 people just moving around from one elected position to the next. And I told my wife, I said, you know what, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and see if I can uh, make something happen. And, you know, they, they worked against me and they tried like all to stop me. Uh, but I was able to outwork them, and I got elected. Um, since we've been on the council, you know, it's a shame that it's unfortunate being on the county council. It, it's not a real glamorous situation, so uh, a lot of people don't pay much attention to it. Um, they would rather focus on something like a gender identity, but we're doing great things there. You know, we've increased the salary and significant pay for all the entire sheriff's mm -hmm. department. We've encouraged uh, much uh, greater participation among citizens to get involved with boards and committees for appointment. Um, and the biggest thing I've been pushing is for greater transparency in local government. And uh, we've had some great success with that. So I'm pretty proud of what we've been able to do on the council. It's unfortunate that it's overshadowed by this. But, you know, if nothing else, maybe it'll draw a, a little bit more attention. You know, our, our last county council meeting had uh, standing room only. And it's been viewed thousands of times um, and had some local high school students show up uh, to ask for my resignation. But the way I looked at it, you know, having some high school kids come sit through a county government meeting uh, isn't the worst thing in the world. You know, I've been trying to get kids to come to our meetings for uh, two years now. So, you know, you got to find the, the positives in every situation. So, Ryan, you were born as a white male, correct? Yes, sir. At what point did you start to uh, change the way you thought about your identity? How did this come about? Well, you know, I just, I've always wondered something was going on. Um, and, you know, I think with the uh, progression of social media influence, um, as well as the national media influence, it might have helped steer me that direction. I don't know if I would have ever come out and identified as a woman uh, had I not been bombarded um, with, you know, tons and tons of information that uh, not only is this socially acceptable, but that it's, it's uh, you know, the trend moving forward, you know. And uh, so I, I would say that it's the times we're in that's allowed it to happen. How does your wife feel about your, your decision to come out with this announcement? Well, you know, my wife, Brandy, she's a pretty conservative, reserved uh, woman. She doesn't really get into too much of the... Um, action on, on social media and she's very quiet and reserved and, and well respected in the community however it's not lost on her 
uh, the advantages that come with uh, being involved in a very diverse interracial marriage uh, to a lesbian woman of color, and also the advantages that will come to our children um, as far as uh, college applications. We're hoping that maybe it'll expand the possibilities of admission uh, to colleges all across the country. Does your wife now identify as a lesbian? Well, she's not expressed that. Um, she's she's just living her own life and on her own her own journey. Now, I don't think anyone could argue that she's not a lesbian uh, being married to me since I identify as a woman. However, you know how I choose to self-identify doesn't mean that other people have to recognize that. That's one of the things that's gotten everyone so bent out of shape about it. Is Listen, I recognize my own delusion, but I'm not asking you to participate in it and refer to me as a woman or uh, call me a, a ma'am or anything like that. So if you looked at me on the street, everything would be the same as it was three weeks ago. I'm just expressing my personal sense inside. So with that being said, I don't think she would pro probably view herself that way um, just because I'm not asking her to see me as a woman. Now, politically, Ryan... Uh, how would you describe yourself? Uh, have you always leaned, you know, either to the left or to the right? I think you you are a, a part of the member of the Republican Party of Indiana, I assume. How would you describe yourself politically? Well, you know, I up until a few years ago, I always kind of thought I was more right down the middle. Um, I didn't really think that I, I leaned too much one way or the other. It wasn't until I got involved in politics and really started digging in and paying and closer attention that I realized that uh, my viewpoints are, are um, much more aligned with the Republican Party. Um, and then as the years have went forward, uh, you know, the National Democrats have absolutely lost their minds and, and you know, kind of went into a, a completely different world of reality. So it's just pushed me further and further right with each passing day with the lunacy that is the uh, political left that we're dealing with today. Okay. Now, when you originally announced your coming out, how long ago was that? Do you remember the date? I don't remember the date. I know it was about three weeks ago. Okay. I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think someone said around uh, April 11th or 12th, something like that. Okay. And you, you mentioned that some people there locally, and I, I'm sure also uh, nationally and even internationally, there's been some people who are very critical of you, especially you said toward the beginning. Is that right? Yes, but the, cri the criticism has come from a, a very unexpected place. It's actually come from the political left um, and the intolerant leftist liberals who expect everyone to respect everyone's gender identity and pronouns. And, you know, they've, they've um, pushed this movement to where Anyone can be anything or anybody they want at any time, and everyone else is required to go along with that, and that's where we're at today. However, um, they don't really believe that, because as soon as I did that, then they completely started attacking their own ideology. I'll give you an example. Just, uh, uh, just about, well, it wasn't just a, I'd say a few days ago, the expectation was that all you had to do was declare it. And you was accepted, and you was treated as such, and everyone would celebrate you as a woman. But that's all changed since I've come out. I have a local transgender uh, man living as a woman, um, Charlie Jameson, who's expressed to me that for him to take me serious, I'm supposed to wear a wig, 
put on makeup, dress like a woman in a dress, uh, change all my documents, um, tell all my friends and family and go on hormone treatments, a whole series of qualifications that I'm now supposed to do to be considered as a woman. And I've got to tell you, I was disappointed to see them just give up on their ideology so fast and set the clock back three or four years. You know, we've worked real hard, or I should say they've worked real hard to get to this point where anyone can be a woman by just declaring it. And just like that, when one person joins their club that they don't agree with, they throw all that away and start uh, requiring proof and qualifications now, much like was required three or four years ago. So it's disappointing to see them give up on their ideology so quickly. The political left oftentimes will say things like, you've got to listen to black voices. You've got to listen to black people. And then someone on the right says, okay, let's listen to, let's say, Thomas Sowell or Larry Elder. And they're like, oh, no, not so fast. <laughs> We don't mean that type of a voice. We mean listen to the black voices we want you to listen to. Do you see a similarity between these two? Oh, absolutely a similarity. Look no further than my own situation, uh, that of Caitlyn Jenner, who's um, gone a lot further than I have. As far as I'm aware, Caitlyn Jenner has done all the required steps to be accepted as a woman. Uh, but because uh, she is a um, Republican conservative, that's all been dismissed and thrown out the window. And, and, uh, you know, I don't think she's uh, welcome to any of their barbecues, neither. Um, but it, it, it's interesting that the people who are raising the most fuss, um, I say they're expressing their fake outrage. And the reason I say that is because I think they believe they're supposed to be outraged. I don't think they really are. They just think they're supposed to because society expects them to. Uh, my friends who are who are black and, and uh, people of color, and I got friends who are gay and um, even transgender people from all over the country and world have, have sent me messages agreeing with everything that I've done and supporting me on this journey. And it's really the, the white liberals who are having the meltdown over it. Um, white, white liberal women and, and men, mostly younger, the rest of them are pretty accepting. Now, you say the people uh, who maybe lean a little bit more to the right have expressed quite a bit of interest and support for you uh, uh, with what you're doing, that's what you said, is, you know, what it is you're doing. Do they view it as a joke? Is this a joke, or do you actually identify as a, a woman of color? Well, you know, some of them uh, view it as a joke. Actually, quite a few of them view it as a joke. Now, I can't um, control how they interpret something. I went on record at my county council meeting um, when they paraded a group of people there to call for my resignation, to demand my resignation, which I would never do. I would never, ever resign. Um, but I made it clear, listen, I'm being dead serious. This is, this is who I want to be, and who knows? Maybe when this journey is over, I might end up right back where I started. But at the moment, right now, as permitted per, per these guidelines and rules of left-wing ideology, I'm choosing to identify as a woman. Now, a lot of the conservatives are viewing that as, as mocking people and, uh, you know, holding up the mirror uh, to their own ideology, which I am holding up the mirror to their own ideology. However, that's not necessarily intentional. It's just the way it is. So, no, I, I'm not necessarily coming out and saying that I'm mocking anyone or choking anyone. People can make up their own choice of what they think about it. I'm just, you know, living my life and, and identifying how I feel. 
Now, Ryan, my wife is from Cuba, so she's a woman of color. She's actually, I think it's like 24% African and then like indigenous. And so she's, you know, got darker skin. You identify as a woman of color. Is that a specific type of woman of color? Are you an African-American? How would you describe yourself specifically? Well, you know, some have um, incorrectly labeled me as a black woman of color, but that's actually not accurate. The, what qualifies me as the woman of color is, is my um, rich uh, Native American ancestry, uh, Cherokee, to be um, clear, um, on both sides of my family. You know, my ancestor, my fourth or, or uh, fifth great-grandfather was chief walking stick of the Cherokee tribe in uh, North Carolina. So, um, yeah, that, that's where the woman of color comes from. So it's not black, it's not anything else, it's, it's uh, Native American heritage. Have you ever done like Ancestry.com or anything like that? That's actually where, where I learned of it. Um, I had always known of my great-grandmother on my father's side, who's full-blooded Cherokee Indian. But it was the Ancestry.com that revealed to me um, the celebrated history of my uh, fourth or fifth great-grandfather, Chief Walkenstick. I was unaware of that until Ancestry dot com uh, presented that evidence to me so shout out to them and thank you to them for uh for allowing me to um recognize my true heritage do you know what percentage of native american you are i don't because with native american on ancestry.com it doesn't give you a percentage of what you are what it does is it just gives you the lineage the family tree um so i couldn't tell you what the percentage is I'm sure someone far smarter than me could calculate that. Uh, again, on my father's side, my great-grandmother's full-blooded Cherokee, and on my mother's side, uh, it's my uh, fourth or fifth great-grandfather, uh, which is full-blooded Cherokee. So whoever can do that math, more power to them, but I, I'm unaware of what the percentage is. What are your thoughts on Elizabeth Warren, and do you think there's any comparison between your situation and that of Elizabeth Warren's? You know, a couple people have asked me about that, and to my understanding, Elizabeth Warren uh, claimed her Cherokee heritage. She just had it on one side, and you know what? That's that's her own private personal journey. I don't, um, I don't think I could speak to someone else's identity and how they see themselves as a person. Uh, you know, if that's the way she wants to view herself, then that's fine. I guess where it gets into a tricky situation is. If, if she was going around requiring everyone else to view her in that way as well, which I am not doing that. So that's what, that's another reason why I'm kind of confused is why so many people take an interest and worried about it. Um, Cause I'm not asking anyone else to see me as a woman or participate um, in this journey with me. I'm just announcing of how I see myself. When it comes to the criticism you have received since your announcement, I think April 11th or 12th, do you think any of it mm -hmm. would be, you know, uh, Larry Elder will say something and then there, you'll see white liberals calling him uh, Uncle Tom or, you know, all these horrible names. And it makes it sound like those white liberals are the racist ones because Larry Elder is actually, you know, he's black. Um, do you think any of the feedback, negative feedback you've received since your announcement has been racism? Oh, I think no doubt it can't be anything but racism. Um, you know, if, if you're calling in the question who I am and challenging who I am and identifying this and saying that I'm not that person, I don't see how you could call it anything but uh, transphobic, racist, bigoted, intolerance um, on a level that hasn't been seen uh, probably in decades. So, 
yeah, I think it's definitely racism and uh, mostly just hate and tolerance. Okay, you are also a woman now. Do you think any of it has been chauvinism or, you know, uh, um, gender discrimination? Is that what you have experienced also? You know, I haven't really put a lot of thought into that one. I guess it's possible. You know, I don't know too many people in my personal life who are who are um, discriminate towards women. Um, I think women have come a long way and proven uh, that they're just as equal and validated as men. So, I mean, I'm sure there's probably some idiots out there who, who believe that uh, you're less of a person if you're a woman and they don't take you serious. But fortunately, I don't have any of those in my circle. So, uh, you know, we'll just have to pray for those folks. How about homophobia? Have you or your wife, now that you are, in effect, uh, both lesbians, have you experienced any form of homophobia? I cannot say I've experienced any homophobia. Much like um, what I just described previously, I don't have anyone in my circles who is homophobic. Now, unfortunately, I, I haven't even been labeled as homophobic and racist, believe it or not. Um, they, they, wait, people tend to they, say they, that, they, well, they, have, they have called you homophobic and racist? They have, uh, which is a typical um, strategy from the intolerant left and, and the liberal Democrats. What they tend to do is call you what they are and accuse you of what they are doing. So, yes, they've called me homophobic and racist, and uh, the new uh, buzzword is fascist, um, simply for just wanting to live my life on my terms based off the rules and guidelines that they helped set. You know, I, I said at the council meeting, you were part of the movement that helped usher in this new world where anyone can be anyone. And now that I'm taking advantage of that and recognizing myself based off the, off the uh, parameters you have set, you were completely going against that because apparently you decided all on your own um, as the gatekeepers of uh, who gets to be accepted and who doesn't, that I don't belong and I'm not welcome. So... It's really frustrating to see some people just revert to that old um, bigotry and hate and accuse others of it when really they're the ones who's doing it. Now, you described how you have Native American ancestry on both sides through your uh, mother's side of the family and your father's. So that makes sense. You're a person of color. I get it. Um, what is it that prompted you to come out as a woman? Well, the woman just goes back to uh, just how I was feeling. I, you know, it's very difficult to put into words and explain it. I've been feeling something. wasn't sure what it was. And, uh, you know, I drive a truck, so I'm, I'm listening to broadcasts all day long. And all I kept hearing over and over was, uh, you know, only a woman knows what a woman is. And if you feel it, therefore you are it. So I thought, well, maybe that's what I'm feeling. So... You know, I like to do my due diligence, so I said, let's look it up, you know. So I, I typed it into Google search and, you know, all the search engines, what is a woman? And I got to tell you, shockingly, I couldn't get a straight answer. You know, I couldn't get anyone to tell me what a real woman was. So I had to go back to that previous statement I had heard where, you know, only a woman knows uh, what a woman is. And so I thought, you know, this, this has got to be what they're talking about. So, uh. I guess that's what I am. So that's what I went with, you know. But the um, the process and journey of, uh, of gender discovery and identity is very complex, and sometimes we don't know which way it's going to take us. And with gender fluidity, one day you might feel like a woman, one day you might feel like a man, and uh, who knows when this is all said and done, 
I might end up right back where I started. And uh, it'll just be one epic journey. Do you have any plans of changing your name? Your first name is Ryan. Are you going to stick with that? I'm glad you brought that up. That is the one thing I have already changed. Um, you know, I'm not asking anyone to call me ma'am. I'm not asking anyone to refer to me as a woman. I'm making it easy on everybody. Just continue calling me uh, he, him, and sir. Uh, and I'm even going to make it easy for the, on my name. Uh, they can still refer to me as Ryan, you know, but instead of being Ryan, the male version now, I'm going by Ryan, the female version. So when you call me Ryan, it's as Ryan as a woman. So fortunately, it's a unisex name, and uh, that really played out pretty well, so I don't have to change any of my documents. You know, my name's Kelly, and I mean, not that I'm saying I'm going to do that, but it, it is good. It's comforting to know if I ever encounter something like this, I also could benefit from that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm helping lay the groundwork and blaze the trail, Kelly, so if you ever decide to go down that path, uh, you'll always have a reference point. Ryan, did you say you have five children? I have six children. Wow. I have six children. The youngest is uh, 10 months old, and uh, my oldest is 25. So. All with your six wife? Kids. Uh, we share We share uh, the majority, and we have my baby is with my wife, my current wife. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah but I've raised, uh, we've been together a long time, so yeah, we've raised all the kids together. Now, the children of yours that are biologically yours, are they now people of color also? Is that how this works? Well, if they choose to accept that self-identity, I would say they would be. You know, um, I can't uh, speak to how they're going to go on their own journey of uh, self-identity and, and for who they are. But I will say, uh, you know, hopefully they'll recognize the benefits of being uh, um, a child of a person of color and a person of color themselves uh, for anything such as job applications and uh, college admission applications. You know, I, I'm pretty excited about increasing their chances um, for, a, for a good education at one of these uh, uh, more liberal colleges that are, are more accepting of people of minority status. So who knows? I'm sure it's opened up a lot more doors and windows for them. Whether they go through those doors and windows is up to them. Are you concerned about any of your children experiencing racism? You know, honestly... I, I'm not really too concerned about it. And in my viewpoint, yes, there's a there's a few idiots out there that still have race, racism and um, hate in their hearts. Uh, but from my perspective, most of the racism that is experienced or that we hear about is manufactured. I don't really think it's much of a problem as what people uh, would allege that it is. So I think they'll be pretty safe uh, with that. If they do, they're pretty well-grounded kids. I'm sure they can uh, think on their feet, figure out the best way to adjust to that intolerance and hate that they're experiencing. What about the possibility of one or, I don't know, maybe even all six of your kids attending like an HBCU, a historically black college or university? Would you be supportive of that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would be very supportive of that. You know, we've got to be able to place uh, the trail for others who, who want to go down that same path. So, if, if my children are able to help pave the way for that, then I absolutely support them in anything they do. I love it. Ryan, I really appreciate you coming on with me and, and spreading your message. If someone's listening and they, they, um, you know, they hear your story, they're inspired by it, and they want to support you, they want to hear more about you, uh, how can they do that? 
Well, you know, I'm glad you said that. Uh, I've, you know, I've made a few friends nationally over the last couple of weeks, and, and I've got a team working on some things, building me a website that we're going to be doing. Um, they can also follow me um, on my Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook page, an official Facebook page, which is Ryan Webb for County Council. Um, they can follow me there. They can also follow me on Twitter, uh, which is Councilman Ryan Webb. And, you know, I've been getting a lot of um, requests and, and support um, urging me to seek a higher office. And some of the things that have been mentioned are uh, possibly uh, the state legislature in Indiana or even possibly the 5th district, 5th congressional district in Indiana for Congress. Our congresswoman is uh, retiring after this year, and that seat will be wide open. So we'll see. You know, if the support's there from everyone, um, I'm just a vessel pushing the message. So if that's where the, the journey takes me, then that's where I'll go. Now, you are a Republican. You said that people have been encouraging you possibly to run for uh, another office and who knows, maybe to, to move up the, the uh, uh, political you know, uh, uh, steps and, and to move into to higher positions of authority and all that fun stuff. How old are you, Ryan? I'm 45 currently. I'll have a birthday later this, this month on the 22nd. I'll be 46. So, yeah, yeah still, still right my prime. You are a Republican. Are there any, I don't know, members of Congress or, send, you know, uh, presidents of the United States or anyone politically that you draw inspiration from and you would possibly say if you were to move up uh, into uh, a, a seat of uh, higher authority within the political world that you would compare yourself to? Is there anyone like that? Well, I don't know if I could ever compare myself to him, but I am a um, tremendous, tremendous fan of the greatest president of my lifetime and one of the top three greatest presidents of all time, Mr. Donald Trump. Um, I've been a big Donald Trump supporter in my community from the beginning. In fact, I, I was a little frustrated that so many of the other fellow Republicans in my community uh, were afraid to come out and publicly support our president due to the hate they would get from the intolerant left. And uh, that was irritating to me because, you know, if you support the greatest president ever, then you support him. So I wear that like a badge of honor. Uh, so any comparisons that I could ever get to, to the greatest president ever would be very, very flattering. Um, so you, hmm, okay. So, so Donald Trump, what do you think of Ron DeSantis? Do you think he'll try to run for president? You know, I, I, I like Ron DeSantis as well. Um, I really do. I, I like it. You know, some would say he's a little bit more polished version of, of Trump. Um, I think would be in good hands if either one of them uh, won the White House. I'm pulling for Trump. In my perfect world, I would love to see uh, DeSantis be Trump's vice president for four years and then run as president for the next eight years. That, that would be my ideal scenario. Now, you said you think Trump is... is uh one of the three greatest presidents of all time. Do you care to mention who the other two are? Well, you know, that that's subjective. I mean, a lot of people could, you know, say their greatest presidents of all time. I don't necessarily know if I've, if I have a specific uh, other two, I, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, Reagan. And uh, honestly, I'm, I think Lincoln has, you know, navigated through some pretty rough waters as well. So uh, I would have to say probably uh, Lincoln and Reagan would be in there as well. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time, Ryan. Uh, before we wrap things up, is there any, you know, 
who you never know with a podcast who it's going to reach out to. There may be someone somewhere in the United States or in another country who's listening, who draws inspiration from you, and that helps them along their journey of you know properly identifying themselves in their community when it comes to their gender and and everything, uh, not only gender but ethnicity. What type of words of inspiration or words of wisdom do you have for those people who may be uh, looking for a way to break this type of news to their family and friends? Well, what I would say to those people is you just got to be willing to stand on your own two feet. And if you're not going to stand for principle, then don't stand at all. You know, I didn't ask for this journey that we're on right now. Um, I I chose to self-identify however I wanted. And uh, that made me a target from the political left. Um, They've done everything from death threats to try to get me canceled at my job and, you know, showed up to my house next door, dumping trash all in the yard. So what this has done has has made me um, be an outspoken person against their ideology. Yes, I identify as a woman. That's my self-perception. However, I am completely and utterly against the ideology that the left is pushing. So anyone who would want to support me and help me continue this fight, um, as far as standing up to the political left and how they're trying to fundamentally change our country. You know, we've got a GoFundMe. Uh, it's uh, I Stand with Ryan Webb. Anybody can uh, send a donation if you want to um, make your voice heard and help me continue the fight. You know, we've had to increase in security, and we've had to do a few other things. So anyone who's uh, generous enough to help us out has is, is really been helping us continue the message. But, yes, if you are that person and you want to come out to your, your loved ones and your family, hopefully you've got a good core group of people in your in your heart and your, in your life that um, no matter how you live your life, they'll accept you for who you are. Fortunately for me, well, my family is very accepting. We've raised all of our children, um, and I was raised that way, that you accept somebody no matter who they are. You treat them with respect, you treat them with love, and uh, that's that. Now, where that line gets drawn is when someone is living in an alternate reality and then starts demanding that you acknowledge that alternate reality and participate with it. That's where we'll draw the line. Treat you with respect, we'll treat you with love and kindness, and you can be our best friend. Um, but that doesn't mean we're going to have to go along with participating in whatever delusion that you're working with there. So that's what I would uh, encourage anyone to do. Just stand your ground and be yourself. So GoFundMe, it's called I Stand with Ryan Webb, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. And if they go on my Twitter page, I've shared it on my Twitter, uh, which is Councilman Ryan Webb. Uh, yeah, they can go on there if they want to check it out, and um, that's that. Now, Ryan, are you okay on time? You have just a few more minutes for me? Yeah, yeah, I have about three minutes. Okay, yes, real, real quick. Since you are now identifying as a woman of color, um, I know this may be a little too personal, but, I mean, you and your wife are uh, monogamous, uh, lesbian marriage. Is that right? You guys are loyal to each other or does that mean that you guys are doing different things when that, in that department? Oh no, we're absolutely loyal to each other. Monogamous. Listen, we are a neoconservative Christian family, um, Christian family Republicans. Our values are, she's my wife and I'm her husband. And, uh, and that's the way we see things. So yeah, we would never, um, disgrace our marriage by, entertaining an outside um, participant or anything of such. Uh, we are very pretty much standard conservative Americans who uh, love our country. Okay. And since you have identified as a woman, do you now uh, 
kind of uh, you you see you know uh, um, a woman's perspective in a different light or does this you know nothing has really changed it's just how you're presenting yourself is that all it is or have have you had a change as to maybe an appreciation for what a woman has to go through on a daily basis well I can't really speak to that because you know it's hard to have a different perspective because this is the same way I've always felt and seen the world um, and on top of that I'm not asking anyone to treat me as a woman or recognize me as a woman. So I've not experienced any of those um, situations that would allow me to see it from a, another woman's perspective because I'm not requiring other people to treat me as a woman. I'm just simply uh, saying that I am one. So if you were sitting next to me on the subway or next to the plane, we had a conversation, you would never know uh, that I self-identify as a woman. I wouldn't ask you to call me that. I wouldn't ask you to... Uh, participate in that in any way. So, yeah, I've not really had any situations to where I can uh, have a different perspective. I love it. Well, Ryan Webb, once again on Twitter, at Councilman Webb underscore. So that's County Councilman Ryan Webb. Ryan, thank you very much for your time. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, thanks, Kelly, for having me on. And uh, good luck to you in the podcast. And I hope you get a bunch of views. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to The Kelly Patrick Show. Of course, we will have another episode out soon. 